me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome into DC On Screen, episode 316. We are going to get super spoilery on Legends of Tomorrow 211. Turn code, I'm your host, David C. Robertson. This is my co-host, Jason Goss. Uh, we got to do a quick episode here, uh, running up against a hard a hard uh, break, so we got to go. Mm. Um, to recap, the Legends head to Christmas 1776 to save George Washington, who will be murdered by Evil Rip, and also has already been murdered by Evil Rip. But not quite, because cementing time and whatnot. Anyway, they have to save George. The Legends arrive at a Christmas party and get ambushed by Evil Rip and his EMP grenade. The result is a kidnapped Mick and Georgie. That's Washington. Mm-hmm. A Ray that's stuck in his tiny dead suit. And Sarah left for dead with a gut, uh, a shot in the gut. Uh, they get Sarah back to the ship, but Stein can only do so much to keep her going. As the ship is assaulted by Evil's Rip, uh, Evil Rip's forces, Jax is forced to do his best to defend the ship with sticks and stones. Evil Rip and his army rip down the door, chase down Sarah and Jax, and Jax is forced to hand over a piece of the Spear of Destiny in a futile attempt to save Sarah's life. Luckily, Ray outruns a rat, and gets power restored in time to get Gideon online and save Sarah's life. Later, Jax seeks revenge on Evil Rip, but just can't pull the trigger after a healthiest Sarah talks him down. Elsewhere, Nate and Vixen search for Mick and Washington, take a turn for the unexpected, and they make with the nasty. But they're just chilling, so it doesn't mean anything much to Nate's chagrin. All the while, the fate of George friggin' Washington seems to be in the hands of Mick Rory, who is amused by George's insistence that the British will treat their captives with the honor they deserve. After George is sentenced to death, he decides to listen to Mick, and they make their daring escape. Aided by Nate and Vixen, who have finished adult hugging. Uh, <laughs> after saying goodbye to George, who proclaims Mick a national treasure, they all make their way back to the ship for some Christmas dinner presents and Captain Sarah Pep talks about recovering the spear. Uh, alrighty. Yeah, made it through that pretty well. Wouldn't George Washington have a British accent? I am not sure about accents at all at this point. Really not. Okay. Would the colonies be called Americans at 1760? Uh, they were the colonists. Sorry, 1776. Yeah, I thought they were the colonists, and they keep calling them the Americans. I don't... Whatever. It's weird. Yep. I... Uh, I don't care enough about these characters at this point to care if they get romantic, so please stop devoting so much time to that. Not that Nate wasn't funny during the scene, which was true. He was. Okay. I... Uh, Bethany and I agreed on this. There is... like The way he describes modern day romantic relationships is utterly ridiculous you are a married man are you just chilling um describe the question better 
Okay, you remember when he's telling, like, he, she's talking about courting, and Nate tells Amara, like, oh, in, in modern times, we don't court. We just hang out and have sex, essentially, was what he was he, saying. You know, I, know, just... I know he's referencing Netflix and chill, and just didn't bother mentioning Netflix, but mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I guess it could kind of sum up some of modern sexual existence, but like, especially given her like, raised through the 30s and 50s. Mm-hmm. And, and he's, you know, he's right. Somewhere in the late 50s, 60s, you know, sexual revolution, whole thing. Um, I thought he summed it up pretty well, but he sure didn't leave himself a good, uh, a good in or out for it. No, and the whole thing is just such a broad generalization that I almost found it offensive. I was like... If I had to sum it up, though, in like two sentences, you'd be like, well, yeah, women were pretty sexually repressed, and then the 60s happened, and now they're kind of not as much anymore. But that's not at all what he said. I thought it was about the gist of it. (laughs) I what I what it sounded like he said was, "Hey, everybody just has sex with everybody, and no one pays attention to what they what they feel or what they want uh, uh, any further than that." And well, yeah, that was that's just not true. That was roughly true until like wow, we're getting into sociology. That was kind of trueish until like AIDS happened, (laughs) and then the brakes went on that real quick. But even then, people got married. People were yeah. It's you know, like it, I don't uh, think he was like precluding faithful. the idea of marriage here. It just, he was just like trying to describe roughly that uh, women are way more sexually liberated than her time. Yeah, but yeah, as soon as he he fell in the water, uh, you know, me and Bethany were going ah okay, it's going to be the skin to skin crap, and then sure enough, like oh, oh we have to get naked to get. But it got you. It, uh, it got you one thing. It got you that that image of the doll of the seal. I mean, popping off like every time she turns I'll into laugh a my aquatic ass mammal. <laughs> Laugh my ass. And then Nate later is like shivering. Is okay? Your seals are funny. <laughs> uh, we got a little bit of a a really terrible Doctor McCoy homage. Mm-hmm. Damn it! I'm a physicist, not a doctor. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, I know. Uh, another good late nine uh, Nate line though was just simply Ugh, Hitler ruins everything. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I had um, one problem though. My major problem with the episode was this. Um, why is why in the hell is Sarah so sure that Jax is is should be the captain what is it in his resume right now other than like he knows the ship really well yeah what in his resume tells you that he i mean if it was just maybe it was just like she was looking at stein and jackson thought well stein tried and failed you haven't tried and failed yet right my favorite thing about Uh, this episode by the way can i go ahead and do that real quick sure mix intro yes freaking a lot of fun why do you not know that stuff already (laughs) go through time and (laughs) things up worse who writes this stuff anyway (laughs) <laughs> oh and then yeah, later what would you have me do use a knife and fork <laughs> <laughs> uh this show is determined to make stein do surgery it is it is uh he is and he's closest i guess they have and uh it's christmas and they totally did a home alone send up jack's home alone on the ship yeah. uh laying little booby traps bethany was like where are the cans of paint on the stairs <laughs> even for legends that they- wasn't too far and then they even did a little bit of a, almost a, uh, it felt like a, a diehard type of thing. The Merry Christmas douchebag thing was a little bit, it was close. Well, that's not bad. To the tone, I guess. Um, it's as close as you can get on, you know, network TV. He's only guilty, he's only guilty of your following orders. I'm guilty of a lot more than that. Yeah. <laughs> I li- but I like um, Washington, like, standing up for the private Mick he had never met before. Oh, and uh, Mick's yeah. speech later about, like, we're misfits, we're outcasts, we fight dirty. It's the yes. American way. Yes, yes. And I loved how that started. Listen, you fop. Yes. 
Oh, I got two more great mix lines. Uh, we we can just do a whole podcast about how great mix lines are every week. Um, yes. If you're expecting me to blink, it's going to be a long day. Mm-hmm. Georgie, I've got some thoughts on the criminal justice system. <laughs> 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 and then uh, later, like what George talk, or George talking about you, Mister Roy, represent the best of what our nation can be. And, like Ray says something derisive. Careful haircut. I'm your forefather now. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he says, uh, he refers to Mick as the drunk uncle. Yeah, 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 that was good. Uh, Ray, Ray walking through the vents whistling the Legends theme song. <laughs> I know, I actually like that. Now, when he saw the rat and he went, oh, rat, so I audibly groaned. Yeah, ah. yeah I knew there was going to be a rat. They'd already done the, the thing with it. It was just, that was, the whole thing with him and the the, the, the saga between rat and Ray was absurd. Mm-hmm. And not fun absurd, just, just absurd. How does a rat even get on this ship? I don't even know. I don't know. And I mean, Ray points out that, like, it could have the bubonic plague. Now, I have a question. When Sarah's trying to talk Jax down, why didn't he just shoot Rip and they drag his ass back to the ship where Gideon can fix his stupid brain? And the shot? I don't know. Now, I mean, what, didn't Jax have a musket? Yeah. Okay. So here's what I do know about ballistics, uh, ballistics as it uh, applies to muskets. At the distance they were standing... Mm-hmm. The reason uh, Evil Rip was so damn cavalier was because he had about a 1 in 10 chance of hitting him. Mm-hmm. Like, seriously, if he aimed slightly, like, 3 feet to the right, he would have the same chance of hitting him with a musket as he would if he went straight for him. <laughs> um, it's not a very it's not a very good position to be in. Yeah, maybe. Uh, and At the end... I uh, like, uh, I'll, I'll give him the realistic explanation. Like, no, you can't, like, aim a gut shot and drag him back. No, no way. But in TV know. Land, where we're not dealing get... with musket ballistics, yeah, you should be able to just, like, pop him in the knee and drag him back to the ship. I don't know. Gideon could save Sarah after Rip just, like, crushed her throat. Yeah. Ooh, that was rough, too. Mm-hmm. That actually was now, pretty, uh, pretty rough. At the end there, where uh, Jax and Sarah are kind of hanging out in that in the uh, the library, they were kind of, it felt like they were going to have him kiss a little bit. Um, I don't know. They weren't. No. But they kind of played it like, like that, and it was awkward. I, uh... Jokingly yelled, "Kiss her, kiss her on the face," <laughs> and then uh, and then Bethany said, "Grab her by the aberration," which made me laugh. That's good. That's that's well done. <laughs> well done. Oh, I, I only had uh, two more things. Three more things. Uh, one, yeah, I desperately, yeah. for some reason, want to know what the hell uh, Jacks got from Ray that wasn't addressed. Um, two syphilis, probably. Um, two. The whole idea of it being a, a, a Christmas episode at this time of year, like, I understand that Legends can do that, but for some reason it just always feels weird. To, like, Christmas has a season, and it feels right, like, for that mm-hmm. month, and then after that it mm-hmm. just feels awkward. Agreed. Like, technically, I understand how they can get away with it here, but it just, it's weird. Um, and the, the yeah, speech is we, ridiculous. Yeah, we just figured it was, we just figured they, did they start later than the other shows? No, I honestly think they just did it because they could. Okay. Um, like, they, they came up at the same time as everything else. Um... Yeah, the last thing I have was, like, the the reason I'm not at all a fan of Nathan and uh, Vixen is because that makes it feel like I won't see Rex Tyler again. Mm. On its face, I got nothing wrong with it. but That's the only reason I like them, because the them getting being together is a, almost a guarantee that we'll see Rex Tyler again, because then she's going to have to explain to him why she's <laughs> yeah, screwing you, some you dude. have a good point. In the CW-verse, um, mm-hmm. I like where your head's at. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go with that and hold out hope. Yeah. <laughs> well played um highlight of the episode i feel like we should mention since we bitched so much about this episode is as always darville just killing it as evil rip 
He did. And the thing I'm liking about it is he, he's still acting like Rip. It's just Rip without a moral code. He's only slightly mm-hmm. different than Rip. Like He's he's done a, a, a great job with his range this season so far. Mm-hmm. It's, All right. It's like not a third character he's playing. It's like a sec two and a half character he's playing. Yeah. It's good stuff. Uh, we are DC On Screen. You can find every episode at DCOnScreen.com. You can find us on iTunes and Stitcher. We're proud members of the Giant Size Team Up Network. GiantSizeTeamUp.com. Coming right back with Arrow 512 Bratva. Until then, keep some DC on your screen. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you fifteen percent or more." But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.